0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you
0: listen to your favorite podcasts. The Rams watch Russell Wilson leave the NFC West and one thought, has to be going through their mind.
1: You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day, your team every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you uh, click that subscribe button right there in your podcast feed, and you're going to get Locked On Rams five days a week. Everything you need to know about the LA Rams all the time. My name is Travis Rogers, and I host the Rams pregame show, their halftime show, and their postgame show on their flagship station, ESPNLA 710. And, of course, I host the Travis and Sliwa show as well on the very same uh, radio station, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Thanks for making us part of your normal routine. Very, very much appreciate that. Let's get right to it, right? Huge news in the NFL today. A couple of different quarterbacks, a couple of different star quarterbacks have some big moves, right? Let's start with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is on his way to Denver. The Broncos are going to send a bunch of picks coming back the other way. And Drew Locke, of course, because you're going to have to have somebody play quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. And here's the very first thing that popped into my head. And I can't help but wonder if the very same thing didn't pop into the head of the LA Rams brass. When they saw this deal goes down, we got a steal in Matthew Stafford. We absolutely came out on the right side of doing what we did a year ago. First of all, they kind of started this whole thing, right? When they decided that they're going to send a bunch of first-round draft picks in exchange for a proven NFL commodity in Matthew Stafford, and we're going to go all in, and we're going to try to make this thing happen. And the price was tall, right? A couple of first-round draft picks. Jared Goff, who was a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, not, excuse me, Super Bowl-participating quarterback, and some later-round picks as well. And the Rams get some, uh, some they, they get Matthew Stafford and some other considerations um, along the way. But think about what they got. Think about the first thing I mentioned. They got Matthew Stafford because when the Rams made that deal, their question was, do the Lions drag Matthew Stafford down with them? Is their inability to function as a high-level NFL organization, is that the disconnect? Is the reason that the the Lions win six games, win eight games, win four games, win three games, win eight games, and just ping pong all over the place and never really make any noise in the playoffs, is that because the Lions don't know what they're doing or because Matthew Stafford isn't good enough to put them over the top? Now, the Rams obviously believed, correctly as it turns out, that it was a Lion thing. It had nothing to do with Matthew Stafford. But here's what wasn't said about Matthew Stafford. Here's the part that no one was talking about because it was obvious that it wasn't a, a part of the equation. And that is, did anybody think that Matthew Stafford was in decline? No. Now, you may have thought he wasn't at the the peak of his profession. That was a, a reasonable position to take. Turns out he is. It was a reasonable position to take to say, you know what, I think even if you surrounded him with a bunch of really good players and a really good coach and a functioning offensive lineman and a defense that can get off the field occasionally, that he may not be good enough to do what you do. Reasonable. Wrong, but reasonable. But no one was asking the question, hey, um, aren't his best days behind him? Now ask yourself the question about Russell Wilson. Are Russell Wilson's best days behind him? The answer is, I don't know. I don't think the Broncos know. I think the Seahawks probably think that they are. Or else I don't think that they make that deal because we know how difficult it is to find a high-level quarterback. But, the, but it's a fair question, Right. There's a very good chance, and I've gotten to see Russell Wilson twice a year at least for the last six years, and Russell Wilson was the single scariest guy in that division for a very long time when it came when they would play the Rams because Russell Wilson had the combination of things where he's going to make really good decisions. Russell Wilson did not do a lot of dumb things on a football field. That was, I think, his greatest attribute. Russell Wilson could run. Now, he wasn't Lamar Jackson. He's not running circles around people but he could run. He could keep a play going with his legs. He could he could do that thing where there's nobody open. I'm going to run for 11 or 12 yards. I'm going to slide. I'm going to step out of bound first down, keep it moving. Here we go. Very, very dangerous guy. And of course, he's a very good quarterback, very good passer, very talented player to be sure. Then the last few years, a little bit less of that. And a little bit less of that. And we're seeing him run a little bit less. And we're seeing him make some decisions that are, I think, the results of not being able to do those things with his legs, of not being able to surround himself with the very best players like he had previously. I think that's a very fair question about whether or not Russell Wilson is in decline because I think the answer may be yes. I think it's, I think it's incredibly likely that the best football that he's played is behind him as opposed to being ahead of him. Now think about what that is relative to Matthew Stafford. When they made the deal for him, they had questions to be sure, but it was never, hey, maybe he'll never be as good as he used to be. That's what the Broncos just bought. And ask yourself the most simple question. This is one of my favorite things to do when you start thinking about trades and when you start thinking about players moving from one team to another. Why is the team that the guy's leaving, why are they okay with him walking out the door? And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they don't have any choices. For instance, Had Aaron Rodgers walked out the door in Green Bay, and we'll talk about him coming up in the next segment, but had he walked out the door in Green Bay, it's because Aaron Rodgers is a weirdo. It's because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there. It's because he's got a a, a weird relationship with the front office. It's not because he can't play. No one's thinking Aaron Rodgers has the best football behind him instead of ahead of him. I don't think that's true. Now, he may not get a lot better, but who cares? He's already at the very top. With Russell Wilson? I don't know, man. I don't know. There's also this component of it as well as far as the Rams go with Russell Wilson leaving the division. He's an all-pro or has been in the past. He is a Super Bowl champion. He is a guy that uh, is one of the best in the business or at least was for a very long time. Let me ask you this, though. The Rams didn't really struggle with Seattle, did they? And I'm not just talking about this year. I'm not just talking about uh, last year, the year before that. The Rams go up to Seattle and win a playoff game last year. They beat them both times this year. They, and then, look, they're going to lose a game to them here and there. But the Rams matched up really well with Russell Wilson, in part because they had Aaron as one of the few guys that could actually run him down, one of the few guys that could chase him around all night and not really lose that matchup as, as often as they're going to win it. I think that's a big part of it. Now, I don't know what Seattle's going to throw in in the quarterback spot moving forward. We'll talk about that in the third segment of this show coming up a little bit later on. But what is it going to look like when they get somebody else in there that's not Russell Wilson? I'm not saying Russell Wilson isn't a really good player, but the Rams knew exactly how to prepare for him. The Rams knew how to compete against Russell Wilson and come out on the right side of that far more often than they did on the wrong side. I'm not saying it's Drew Locke. Obviously, it's not. They're going to spend some of the draft capital that they acquired from Denver to go get a quarterback, right? Whether that's through the draft or whether that's flipping picks or whatever it might be. But whatever comes in probably won't be as good as Russell Wilson, but it probably won't match up quite as well as it did for the Rams. That's one of the things that I think kind of jumps right off the page at you when you look at this deal. But the very first thing that jumped out at me is, wow, did the Rams make an unbelievable move and going to get Matthew Stafford. Because as good as Russell Wilson is, there's a very good chance that the best version of him you will never see again. That's not true with Matthew Stafford. The price for both of them, very high. If I'm Denver, I probably do it too, because you were going nowhere with the quarterbacks that you had uh, in Denver the last few years, really since Peyton Manning left, but the Rams made a move for a guy that if it hit, if they were right about their evaluation of, we think that's a lion thing, not necessarily a Matthew Stafford thing, and we still have a bunch of good football and him moving forward, I think that's a far better bet and a far better buy, a far better value than what Denver's getting for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's going to get that yellow jacket. He's going to stay up there and offer a speech that he probably looked up on Google because how do you talk to people when you get invited to the Hall of Fame? Same thing, how do you tell your wife that she's pretty, that he did that whole thing too? I'm just saying, Russell Wilson does not have as much great football left as I think Matthew Stafford does, and I love that deal. For the Rams. Okay, so as I mentioned, um, Russell Wilson was not the only quarterback to make big news today. Aaron Rodgers did as well, and I think that has a direct, dinne- a direct connection, I should say, to the Rams' future, both this next season and at least for the next couple along the way. That's coming up next. But first, let's talk about bet online, right? You know, bet online, and football might be over for the season, right? But there's still lots of football action, and it changes all of the odds. Denver actually has the same odds uh as the rams right now believe it or not denver and then with their acquisition of russell wilson not quite sure but there you go if you like that action you can go and do that BetOnline.net, the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs latest odds totals player performance props all that great stuff still the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season next season all the seasons at bet online and it's not just football or basketball. They've got your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, everything you need right there at betonline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Thanks again for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories from around the NFL every Monday through Friday, you know, like today, for instance, in less than 30 minutes. It, too, is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's go to Aaron Rodgers and what that means for the Rams moving forward, what that means for the Rams uh, both in the conference and really what you might see on the other half of the draw, and the Rams are lucky enough to find themselves back in a Super Bowl. Long way to go for that, to be sure, but, you know, just happened right now, may happen again, right? Okay, so... Let me ask you this, and this this is really weird to think about. When the Rams were getting ready to start the postseason, did you think you were going to have to go through Green Bay? And if you did, did it feel like that was going to be the deal breaker? Or did it feel like maybe A, somebody might get him, which is exactly what happened, or B, you could go in there and find a way to win that game? And I don't know if it's an Aaron Rodgers thing. I don't know if it's a Green Bay Packers thing. It's probably a little bit of both. But the Packers, as good as they've been, and they've been really good, right? The Packers have not been a bad team for a very long time. Like when I was a kid, the Packers were one of the, the jokes of the entire league. That hasn't been true for a better part of, what, 20-plus years, right? With Favre and Aaron Rodgers back-to-back, they've been good for a very long time. They've been to one Super Bowl under Aaron Rodgers, one. How many times has Aaron Rodgers been the best quarterback in the league in the last 10 or 12 years? More than once way more than once. He's won more than one MVP. He's the reigning MVP right now. They lost their very first playoff game. And sometimes you can just chalk that up to, all right, you had a bad day. It happens to everybody. You know, everybody in the playoffs is good, Said, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, sure. Every time? Every time you, I mean, they, they've been either the top seed or one of the top seeds frequently. And they can't find their way back to one more Super Bowl. I'm not putting that exclusively on Aaron Rodgers. I think that that's only a portion of, of that. But I think what he brings is a weird vibe. It's a weird deal. And I don't know what it is that makes him like him. I don't know what it is. But there's something about his teams that just seem to underperform at the worst possible time. Now, what I was hoping for was that he would leave the division, right? That Had he gone to Tennessee or Pittsburgh or one of these other places in the other half of the draw, right? Denver even was another possibility to be sure that would have opened up a whole bunch of opportunities in the NFC to not have to deal with him, which is also fine too, because he's, you know, like I said, he's a very good player. But the Aaron Rod is much attention and all of them, what is 153 million guaranteed over the next four years, 200 million guaranteed, or 200 million total contract, 153 guaranteed. I mean, if if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of my team, I'd want him to stay as long as possible too. But there's something very weird about the way that he goes about his business. There's something very weird about his team's constantly underperforming if they just kept getting beat by one team that was you know Tom Brady keeps knocking him out or Peyton Manning kept knocking him out or any of these other very good players that we've seen who just keeps running into a guy okay it's not really what happens they run into weird bizarre circumstances over and over and over again it's a strange dynamic and as when you look around the rest of the NFC like think think about who else we've seen in the NFC now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, right? Or I should say that he's still there, um, that, that Russell Wilson is gone is what I was thinking. But think about it like this. Who do the Rams have to beat next year? When, you, when you're looking at it on, a, on just a spreadsheet right now, Aaron Rodgers stays in the conference, and we're talking about the conference right now at large. Who are the best teams coming into next season? Green Bay for sure. you terrified of them? No, is it? They're certainly not an easy out. They're certainly got to play well, but they're going to give you something every once in a while. So I'll take my chances there. Who else in the in the NFC North? I don't nobody really, right? Go to the NFC South. Tom Brady is retired. We'll get to him in a second. Um, Carolina, no. New Orleans, no. Atlanta, hell no. The NFC uh, West, the rest of the teams. That's probably where most of the competition comes from, right? We'll see what San Francisco can put together at the quarterback position. Tom Brady's a possibility there. I still believe that until I see him, you know, until the season starts and I don't see him in a football helmet, I think I'm going to always think that that's a possibility. Okay. But if he's not there, where does that leave San Francisco? Not quite sure. Arizona. All right. Kyler Murray, you know, maybe he'll be a little better next year. He certainly had a great half season. See if they can put two halves together. NFC East Dallas. Eh, Okay. Fine. Dallas lost their first playoff game too. I mean, there, there really isn't anybody you look at, maybe other than Green Bay, that you feel like, okay, we're going to have to beat them at some point in an important game, and it doesn't feel like an impossible task. Not an easy one. This isn't a layup. This isn't something you just think about, oh, okay, we'll go right through those guys. Like, for instance, as difficult as it was to watch the season end as the way that it did for the Rams in the regular season when they lost that game to San Francisco, when you saw how it had all shaken out and they fell from the two to the four, but you knew they had Arizona in their first round, You're thinking, oh, okay, look, if there was ever a team that you can feel good about going into play against, it's the Arizona Cardinals if you're the Rams. It just matches up really, really well, and it's exactly what it was. The rest of the NFC, and there's a long time between now and the time we're going to get to the beginning of the regular season, but it feels like there's a lot of road there, a lot of road, and a lot of options that the Rams are going to be favored in, a lot of teams. I just don't see anybody right now, maybe with the exception of Green Bay, who constantly finds a way to give you one, that you're looking about, about traffic. Now, it guarantees nobody anything. But the Aaron Rodgers news today, I mean, Ah, it wasn't, oh, let's get him over to the AFC and let those guys, let Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Tom Brady, or not Tom Brady, but Aaron Rodgers and all of the other guys that are on that aspect Justin Herbert, let them fight it out and we'll just sit over here. Tom, I should say Aaron Rodgers decided to stay over here? That's okay. That's okay. I mean, you're going to have to be good teams. You're going to have to be good players. But that's a guy that does not seem to have the, like Tom Brady when he's in the mix. All right, buckle up. Here we go. You're going to have to find a way to beat that guy. And the Rams did three times, in fact, when he was in in, uh, Tampa. But it always felt like a little bit of a task, a little bit of a chore that you had to be very careful with the Packers. Doesn't quite feel like that, at least not to me. Okay, coming up next, we're going to get a little more specific. We're going to talk about with all of these teams moving around, with all this action that's taking place today, with Aaron Rodgers deciding to stay in Green Bay, with Russell Wilson going to Denver, what does that look like as of right now for the rest of the NFC West? That is coming up next, but not before we talk about Rock Auto, right? Think about it. Look look around when you're on the road next time. There are so many different makes and models of cars. Good luck going to your local chain store to find the part that you need right away, right? Why endure that entire process? You know what it's like. Maybe they have it. Maybe they don't. They're looking at the computer. They're looking at stock over and over and over again. Save your time. Save your money and use Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And the prices are reliably low for every single custom they have everything that you need brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet for your car go explore easy to use website find the solution for your auto parts needs right now rockauto.com go to rockauto.com see all the parts available for your car or your truck Don't forget this part. Write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcasting Network. So when you go there, make sure you write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Okay, so let's get a little bit more specific about what's going on in the NFC West right now. Now that Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco, or at least will be by the time Uh, everybody can officially move around. We're in that weird time where you have to pretend it hasn't happened, even though it has happened. So anyway, Russell Wilson is a Denver Broncos. So let's just kind of go through the NFC West really quickly and talk about some of the teams that uh, the Rams are going to have to deal with, including the Rams, and, and, and where they might be heading into this season. Rams, obviously, are at the top of the heap. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They have consistency in arguably the most important positions on the field, namely quarterback, um, the guy that can go get the quarterback, and playmakers on offense, namely Cooper Cup, um, presumably Odell Beckham Jr., Robert Woods will be back. Um, you've got Van Jefferson. You're going to have a guy like Cam Akers. You're going to have Daryl Henderson. You're going to have some players along the way. Um, their offensive line, obviously, some questions there. But you go to the defensive side of the ball, you've got uh, Aaron Donald, you've got Jalen Ramsey. We may or may not have Von Miller back. We talked about that on some previous episodes of Locked On Rams. That's why you got to subscribe to Locked On Rams so you can hear it every single day. Um. But clearly, they're going to be the team to beat. They've got the best coach in the division. They're the team that seems to be cranked up the most. And and, and by that, I mean they're just consistently good, right? San Francisco has a good year, a bad year, a good year, a bad year. They haven't been able to stack those things together. Seattle clearly is going through a, a process right now where they're trying to figure out where they are in their window. And they're probably going through a rebuild in Arizona. Until we see it, we're probably going to be a little skeptical. So the Rams are clearly at the top. Who's the next best team in the division right now? Probably San Francisco, right? San Francisco has a lot of the key pieces that we just talked about. They've got a playmaker and wide receiver, Debo Samuel. You've got another playmaker and George Kittle. Um, you've got some very, very useful defensive players like Bosa and some others. Um, but they've got the biggest question, probably obviously the name that no one has that that I haven't mentioned so far. Who's gonna be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? It sure doesn't feel like Jimmy Garoppolo, who, as weird as it sounds, is a Rams person. Um, I'm glad to see him go. Jimmy Garoppolo gave the Rams some trouble. Now, the Rams beat him when they absolutely had to do it, finally. But they had trouble with Jimmy G. So he's down the road. Maybe it's Trey Lance. and In the limited time that we got to see Trey Lance this season, does he fill you with a great deal of concern about what he's going to do? I don't think so. Now, if Tom Brady comes in, it's a very different conversation. If he can find a way to get out of Tampa, to decide he wants to play, to come back to his hometown, his home state, you know, northern California, and do what he's done, more or less since he's coming to the league, that's a problem. That puts a very significant wrinkle into the entire process in the NFC West. So I think the Niners are second with a bullet if, in fact, Tom Brady decides that he may want to do that. Beyond that, it's got to be Arizona, right? Arizona's third. Kyler Murray, uh, I believe, is not acting like an eighth grader at the moment, that he's not social media um, upset with them he's not doing all that nonsense that he was doing a few weeks ago that they're working on an extension he's talking with management okay fine they had a pretty good season right up until the entire thing came apart and i'm a big believer in this and the further we go into locked on rams the more we talk about this i'm going to assume what i just saw is what i'm going to see again until you prove me differently right that if you keep showing me the same thing over and over again i'm not going to do that thing well maybe this time will be different why why do I think that Arizona is going to figure it out next year? Why do I think that they're going to be a little bit better the year after that? This has been kind of how they've been under Kyler Murray, kind of how they've been under Cliff Kingsbury. So I think that they're probably the third team in that division right there with the Rams still at the top. And then Seattle, what they did today I thought was really interesting. When they traded Russell Wilson to the Broncos, it reminded me of what we talked about on this pod a week or so ago with Les Sneed talking about you have to know where you are in your process. You need to know when it's time to go, when it's time to go all in, and maybe when it's time to kind of step back a little bit and figure out where you are and how you can go about getting back to that top again. And I think that's where Seattle is. Seattle would not have moved on from Russell Wilson if they felt they were good enough to continue to compete in the division and the conference for Super Bowls. Because for a long time they did. They kept kind of you know they kept go, run it, run it back, run it back, run it back. You know it's the NFL; there'd always be tweaks around the edges. But you're going to get Russell Wilson. You're going to get the Legion of Boom. You're going to have these guys that come back and give you, uh, you know, whether it's Lockett or whether it's any, any of these guys, right? You're going to get them over and over and over again. And why not? They were really good. They were competing for division titles. They were going to the postseason. They could beat anybody on any given day. Sure, let's do it. But all of a sudden, you let your quarterback go. That's kind of a signal to the rest of the division, to the rest of the conference, really to the rest of the league. We don't think we're where we need to be in our window to compete for a championship. We don't think that we are a player or two away because once you give away the quarterback and especially a quarterback like Russell Wilson, you're kind of announcing to everybody that you think it's time to move on to the next thing because if you're, say, even if you're a year away, all right, we're going to go through one weird year. We're going to try to rebuild this thing on the fly. We need to get this guy, that guy, and the next guy, but we're going to be okay. But It's going to take us two years to do it, but we can do it. You keep Russell Wilson, right? Maybe he wanted to go. Maybe he was making it difficult, but... For them to sign off on this, for them to make that deal, to make that trade, to send him to Denver, leads me to believe that they believe they've got some work to do, that they've got a little time uh, to, to to restock the cupboard. The Rams are in the middle of their window. you know. May, maybe it's at the beginning of the window. Maybe it's at the, the, the tail end of the window. But the window is open, and they're still trying to run through it right there. And they're not moving guys out. They're bringing guys in. Seattle's in the opposite, and I think that's just – kind of where the division is as we sit here on March 8th, looking at this, the Rams are at the top, the Seattle Seahawks are at the bottom, and those other two teams, San Francisco and Arizona, are trying to figure out what they're going to do next. One team has a quarterback question in San Francisco. The other team has a different type of quarterback question in that is Kyler Murray good enough to take us where we need to go? Sometimes he looks like he is, and other times, well, there are a lot of other times. Put it to you like that. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Rams. Thanks again. For checking us out, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Rams, both on your podcast feed and on our Locked on Rams YouTube channel. Coming up tomorrow, I want to talk more about some of the moves in in the division, outside of the division, and some of these things that are lining up. Plus, Odell Beckham said something that I think a lot of people have been very reluctant to say out loud. We'll talk about that one coming up tomorrow. Until then, whose house? It's Locked on Rams' house.